Hey, hey, ho. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Fat Man Beyond. I'm Kevin Smith. I am Mark Bernard. Hey! I stayed behind in the Bahamas. I decided not to go home. Do Mark and I look tanner than usual? <laughs> That's because we were in the Bahamas. We were Bahamanians. We were. Eight hours. If that. Uh, if that. Uh, we just got back from Cruise Askew, which uh, Jay and Silent Bob's uh, first inaugural break the champagne bottle across the bow. Uh, will you loofah my stretch marks, uh, courtesy of Caddyshack? That that whole thing, man, first Cruise Askew went in- incredibly well. I thought it went very well. I, this was an event that had to be sold to me many times over the course of three years. By Jordan and Chelsea and the good folks at Sixth Man who have this down to a science. If anyone came along on the cruise and you enjoyed yourselves, I'll I'll take this much credit, man. Most of that credit goes to the folks who do these cruises, the Sixth Man group that that we worked with. They were astounding, weren't they, Mark? I mean, the logistics of this kind of thing. And I don't know if, 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 you know, the VSQ crew was more or less troublesome or complicated than like Def Leppard. But <laughs> I heard, I heard from the folks at six, man, they were like, you guys were so easy. Like <laughs> you were always like right there with communication. You were collaborative and on the boat, like we weren't, you know, like bring us a fucking goat to sacrifice. Like we were so <laughs> low key and easy to work with. And so that makes me happy. You know, it's, you don't want to be a burden to somebody, but regardless, this was something that was like, you know, I, I was like, I don't know, fucking cruise. Like do the people who like our stuff, like go outside. I don't like, you know, you ever watch them movies? I mean, I know like Jay and Bob crossed the country a couple of times. Generally speaking, we're inside under lights at all times. But, you know, when we went on sale, it just like started fucking selling. And, uh, you know, all the way up to the cruise itself, I was like, oh, my God, I hope this works. And everyone had a fucking blast. It feels like people had a blast regardless of whether I was there or not. Like, you know, <laughs> me and Muse took pictures dressed as Jay and Silent Bob with a thousand people, it was like all the people that signed up for the pre-sale or something mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, I got to, I got one-on-ones with a lot of folks and nobody was like, eh, or <laughs> I hate this. <clears throat> Everybody was like, I, I've either, I've never been on a cruise before, or this is my favorite cruise, or it was just so lovely. Everyone seemed to have a great time. So, you know, six man had already asked us, months ago when when we hit like the 50 percent sold mark they were like do you want to do it again and i was like well let's see how it all goes <laughs> and then it went so unbelievably well that like on the boat they were like if you're if you want to go again we should announce it at the end of the you know cruise and so the last night we did a reading of uh moose jaws and um <clears throat> before we launched into the reading i told folks like february 2026 Cruise askew too. Um, Ming Chen called it Jay and Silent Bob reboat, which I oh, really yeah strong punner. I will be I will be taking that as our <laughs> subtitle. I think the Cruise askew too, but it was lovely, man. And you crushed. You were there. You were all over the place. Not only oh. Fat Man Beyond, you did Black Man Beyond. You did um, the reading of Mallrats. You did the reading of Moose Jaws. Um, <laughs> What else did you do? Um, we screened Splinter, and we did a Q and A right. after that. You Splinter, you were busy as hell. You were all I was over. Be, not as busy as you were, but still, you know, it was it was a it was a working vacation, if one can call it that. Um, and you know, which is totally fine. You know, it's it's, it's better that I was busy. It's better than I had shit to do and places to go. Um, otherwise, I'd have just been like watching the sea pass by. You know, as I as I idly drank a Campari and something from my from my balcony window, um, but like every time I was like, "Where's Kev?" Well, Kev is introducing Soul Asylum. Well, Kev is doing this. Kev is at Bird Bingo. Kev is at, um, you know. And I was like, "How are you doing, man?" You're like, "It's a convention. It's a convention on the water. I can do a convention. I can do a convention with my eyes closed." <laughs> 
that's what hit me the day of the cruise when i hit the boat i was like oh this is like comic-con like especially because like we were leaving out of miami and it looked like san diego and there's like a bunch of cruise ships and stuff and i was like oh this is i've done this this is like Battlestar Galactica. This has all happened before. It will all happen again. <laughs> um, and I realized, oh, this is just basically Comic-Con at sea for us. You know, minus the detritus of other pop culture elements. It's just... It's very focused. <laughs> very, very focused. Um, but it was... Uh, I had such a great time. Like, I, you know, that's my idea of, like, a vacation. Like, working. It's not really a vacation. I, I, don't, you know, I don't know how to vacate. And I don't know that I would enjoy a cruise otherwise, mm. but having that much to do like Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, or all of Sunday, that, that was, that was cool for me. Like I enjoy that level of activity. You know, Jordan Monsanto reminded me right before we went, she was like, this is pod damn it. Something I was trying to build like way back when we used to do shows at the John Lovitz club, mm. like a, you know, pod cast festival of all the, cats and stuff and i was like oh my god this is you know if you wait long enough uh, you know all your dreams come true they just don't come true on your timetable mm -hmm. uh but it was it, it was lovely and it's something that again i i it's not like i'm ashamed to admit but like i i was like look i'll announce it but like i i can't guarantee we're gonna sell like you know uh, Chris Jericho had done the cruise and he was like, you guys should do it. Brian Quinn of impractical jokers. He did the cruise and he's like, you guys have to do this sort of thing. And we met with six men. They were like, you guys will, you'll be able to sell this boat. And I was like, we don't have an active television show. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like we're not on every week or any week on, on TV. Like it makes sense that those two, titans of cruising could like sell whereas i didn't have faith that we could but man people like it is it, it, it pretty there's two thousand people on that boat like that was that was really something else there's a picture of us setting out to sea and it's just like me and jay kneeling on the stage and a, a, a sea, pun intended sea of humanity <laughs> on the deck of the boat so yeah, we'll we'll be doing it again. What was the highlight for you? Um, I mean, the highlight I think was was the splinter screening. Um, because like A, uh, it had already been made public, you know, it was already on the internet, um, which had gone up two weeks, I think, before the cruise. So mm -hmm. I was like, Well, you know, if the if the I'd like to see this bubble has been burst, who's gonna show up for that? Um, is, you know, you know me. I am always convinced that nobody's going to show up for me at all for anything. Same, yeah. And so I'm like, all right, well, it's a it's a Kev free thing. It's a anybody else free thing. It's a just me thing for a movie that people have seen already. We'll see how it goes. And you know, like I don't remember how many people fit in that Stardust Theater room. I feel like it was you know three three fifty. You can put in that room. Yeah. Like two hundred people there. You know, yeah. 175 people there for that. And I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah. Okay, let's tell some stories. Let's let's take people behind the curtain. Let's do some Q&A and some really engaged questions that we couldn't even get to all of. Um, it was just it was it was just very, very warm. That was my feeling the entire time is that it was just a warm fucking environment. And, you know, like it, it for me was very much like a convention, except that when I go to a convention, my my level of celebrity or notoriety or whatever. It's like at a two, you know, if I'm at Comic-Con, I'm at San Diego Comic-Con, you know, one out of every 20, 25 people, you know, might stop me for a thing. You know, one out of every 50 might look another way as I pass by on that boat. You know, it was at like a five, you know, so it was, it was interesting suddenly being um, famous in a real way, in a way that like you can't quite escape from it the way you can, if you're just a normal person at a normal con where right. there's a hundred different kinds of things happening and a thousand people there for any number of them that are not you. This was, oh, oh, shit. Like, granted, there's still some girlfriends who had no idea who was. Right. <laughs> some apparently Fat Man is not a sexually transmitted podcast. Um, but, uh, but still, it was like everybody was so fucking nice and respectful and excited to be there and pleased to get a minute of your time which i was always happy to give because i'm like you spent thousands of dollars to get on this boat you know with us 
the least I can do is fucking smile and take a picture. The least I can do is, is sign a thing if I can sign a thing. And it was just, yeah, it was just so fucking lovely. And I'd never been on a cruise before. And I would go on a cruise again if we cruise like this again. <laughs> Back on it, my friend. We'll be doing it again. You'll be there. Um, so it fun. was, it was, yeah, it was real, real great time, man. Thank you to everybody uh, who went. Um, we, you know, again, the sixth man folks were absolutely lovely. And, um, you know, it was an education as well. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's time we could do this. We could do this. We sold out of merchandise before we pulled out a port. Fuck. Yeah. So, you know, we tend to be more conservative with the merch and whatnot. So next time, you know, we'll make lots more. Um, and we, like, you know, also didn't necessarily, like, you know, the Sunday morning, what we all thought was going to be 100 photographs was 1,000. I don't care about taking a thousand pictures, but if it was spread out over three days, that'd be better. Like, so next time we'll do that. Any adjustments I had were like minor, really Mm -hmm. minor adjustments. Um, Yeah, it was, it was, it was really, really cool. It was fun. And there there were a lot of inebriated people, but everybody was a happy drunk. Yeah, they were. Yeah, that's true. But I honestly (laughs) didn't encounter any, drunk people but you know i mean they were i'm sure they were the crowd but Mm. i didn't see like you know people being drunk and stuff all i saw was just like people (laughs) it was that also but like because i went down to play blackjack a couple times you know and like did you win did you win money playing blackjack i did not um i didn't i didn't like lose the house but you know i i started off i kept getting hit i think i gambled three times and I kept on like, oh, that didn't go well. That didn't go well. And then the last day that I was there, you know, you just had you have one of those nights where you're kind of on a run and the cards go your way and the table energy is strong and the dealer is playing along. And so, you know, gamble for two hours and, you know, one back probably about two thirds of what I'd lost. But, you know, more importantly, had a very good time. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, there are drunk people in a casino because that's what happens. And then, you know, happy fans in a happy place. And, you know, there were some slurred sentences, but... It could have gone to be like, hey, you know what I loved? Fucking Justice League. You know who didn't love Justice League? You, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suddenly I could have been called to task for every movie that I did not have a, a good feeling about. But um, but that happily was not the case. The uh yeah, it was it, it was a lot of some I saw Geek Render and chat said feeling ambivalent, excited to hear about the cruise, yet totally heartbroken. I could not go. Roll on, Volgarthon. Woo-woo. Um, yeah, if you missed us on the cruise, uh, there are two more, like, big bites at the Apple this year. Uh, and there'll be lots of shows at Smodcastle. But we're, we've now sold out three of our five screens for Volgarthon August 3rd. And they, Ernie just put Theater 4 up for sale. Um so there's a very good chance because we got, you know, what, six months, five to six months before Volgarthon. There's a very good chance that we are going to literally sell every single seat <laughs> in the in five screens for Volgarthon. First, to, I, I think the first time that movie theater has ever been completely sold out, like with as a five screen multiplex. Um so you can get tickets for that at Smodcast at csmod.com or at smodcastlecinemas.com. Um, another con coming at the end of this year is Chronicon, man, out in Chicago. Me and Jay doing the very first in real life Chronicon. It's just like the cruise, but it's on land. <laughs> no sharks whatsoever. No. Um, tickets for that at csmod.com. Now, Mark and I, we're going to be doing fat man beyond in new jersey at smod castle on march 15th for the ides of mark but as we recently just had to announce i i cannot say why but me and jay are shooting a thing on the 15th that came up and kind of they can't move a thing so i have to 
move. Um, so we're moving fat man beyond. I don't, I, I don't know if it's canceled and Ernie's refunding or if we're just moving it. Um, but that also screws with Ides of Mark. Um, cause Mark won't, since we're not doing fat man beyond, I'm not going to make Mark come out for the two movies. So we'll put everything on hold and figure out a new date. Indeed. We'll um, it's, a, it's a bummer, but I can say this, the reason we're the thing we're sh- it's a good thing. It's, I think people will be like, Oh shit. It's, it's, I can't say what it is, but it's very, very cool in any event. And it makes all the sense. It does. Speaking of making sense, man, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Hmm. Let me ask you this. Do you know <laughs> anything, my friends, uh, anything about the perfect gene? Ooh, I know that I would sure like to have the perfect gene cup in my ass right now. The perfect gene team gave me this whole script to read, and I'm literally reading it word for word right now, including this sentence. That said, I actually tried the gene, and it's fucking awesome. I did wear it. But uh, is this still the script or me? You're never going to know. Well, today's sponsor, the perfect gene, has finally solved all of your denim difficulties, kids. They make great-looking, perfect-fitting jeans that are as comfortable as sweatpants. And I tried them. They're, they are comfy, man. In terms of jeans, I mean, you know me. I'm a jorts kind of guy. And generally, I don't wear long pants unless, you know, it's frigid out. Uh, I put these things on. They look good. They made me look good. Like, oh, I was impressed. Yeah. The secret, special denim fabric that's super soft and has the perfect amount of stretch so you can squat, do yoga, which I never do, especially in jeans, or just sit around all day in them without ever wanting to take them off, man. They make six fits from skinny to thick, thick with two C's and have a waist from 26 to 50 and lengths from 26 to 38. Big boys, short kings, tall dudes, and all the rest. They got you, man. For a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their first order plus free shipping at theperfectgene.nyc or Google the perfect gene and use the code FATMAN15 to get 15% off, man. Mark, you know, as as an aforementioned short king, um, <laughs> you are a short king. I, I think you're maybe a short king as well. I'm not tall at all. No, I mean you've got a couple more inches on on than I do, but we're still not uh, men of stature. No. We're not men of, uh, of of height or reach. No. Um, and so buying or jeans, import or talent or import <laughs> <laughs> or basic or, value or of a, a thick or a long cock or <laughs> of or of pecs or Indeed. or of what's that thing? It's not a peck. Ribs. <laughs> I am, like, as they used to say, meaty, beady, big, and bouncy. And so, <laughs> <laughs> who said that? <laughs> that was the who. <laughs> uh, so, buying jeans has always been a. I was a husky kid. I shopped in the husky section. Um, and so, I, to, I, I was given the Kmart and Bradley's equivalent of husky. See, Ooh. I believe husky was a Sears brand, but that was, was. Little, that was a little too rich for my, <laughs> my poor family. Um, so yeah, buying jeans has always been an adventure for me. Um, but you know, once they are like, Hey, perfect jeans is going to be an advertiser. You want a pair? It's like, fuck yeah, I'll try a pair, yeah. put on that pair, man. And it was like sitting on air, right? They were comfy, legit comfy, man. Yeah. Um, it's, it's always nice when somebody's like, you're going to be doing an ad, put this, put these clothes on and <laughs> the clothes are nice and they fit good. And you're like, Ooh, these are comfy. Um, and then you get to talk about it in a positive way. It's finally time to stop crushing your balls in uncomfortable jeans by going to theperfectgene.nyc. T-H-E, perfect gene, J-E-A-N dot N-Y-C. Our listeners get 15% off your first order plus free shipping, free returns, and free exchanges when you use the code FATMAN15 at checkout. That's 15% off. For new customers at theperfectgene.myc with a promo code FATMAN15. After you purchase, 
They'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you, man. Fuck your khakis and get the perfect gene. Thank God they didn't make me say fuck your jorts because I'm like, that's where I draw the line. That's a bridge too far, sir. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. Now, for those who are like, where are you? What is that behind you? I'm at I'm at my sainted mother's house. Mom lives in Florida, as, as you know. I'm sure I've made people painfully aware over the years. Uh, the cruise originated in Miami, so afterwards uh, I came up here to see mom. So I'm here, uh, you know, until uh, tomorrow night, and then on Friday, no Saturday night, we've got a special screening at. Um, Smog Castle Cinemas, a benefit screening uh, for uh, a film called The uh, Father's Promise. Really quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the father in question uh, lost his one of his children, his child, at the Sandy Hook shooting oh, master. Damn. So it's about how art, music, you know, self-expression can help one through the ultimate unthinkable grief. So we're having that screening on Saturday. I'll be there for that. And then the band is playing after the screening's done. Um, so, uh, so I'll be up in Jersey for that. And then I have to jump back on a plane on Sunday morning to go do something in Los Angeles. I think, I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to say I'm giving a, a director a sainted beloved director uh, an award oh, uh, nice. you know it's award season in town and Very this nice. is not like the oscars or the golden globes this is an organization um that that uh like is trade craft kind of thing I, I don't know how much i'm allowed to say or whatnot so i'm being but it's a, a director i've always like dug and loved i've met him before he's very cool so uh i'm doing that on sunday so then I'll be back in town. And uh, at that point, me and Mark will be in the same city, probably doing another Fat Man Beyond. Are we ever going to do one? Should we schedule one? Hey, Banff Man. <laughs> he might be uh, Mr. Momming. Okay, I'm here. What's up, Banff Man? How's Banff Baby? Uh, she's good uh, for all the people at home. Uh, Jen left. Jen's in New York. Uh, so I have had definitely four, had that second part. <laughs> yeah, uh, truly. The first Jen part left. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's in New York with her family, her mom. Uh, so it has been me and Jocelyn alone. We are on day four of eight. Uh, and nobody trusts anybody. And two, two scum and villainy events down, two more to go. Uh, Ugo, who does the sound for our movies, uh, did the sound for a Star Wars fan film that we showed on Sunday. Uh, so that was cool. And then last night, we had the season two rap party for Star Trek Prodigy at the bar. Where? Uh, at Scum. They came in and uh, we were at Star Trek place for the night. It was pretty awesome. Very, very cool, man. So we're, we've 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 gotten halfway there. It's daddy daughter day for another four days. I bought a uh, if people follow me on Instagram, I bought a spandex Spider Man suit. So I dress up like Spider Man, and Jocelyn dresses up like uh, Spider Gwen, and we role play Spider Man in the house. Oh my God, how adorable are you two? So pictures or it didn't happen. Uh, uh, I. I- I just saw a, uh, a comment in in the, in the uh, comments that uh, somebody was like, I just went to my comic book store today uh, for new books, and they told me that I missed you by like five minutes. I went to two comic book stores today. I was going to actually ask them, hey, man, can I do my show from your store? But we're going kind of late. Most comic book stores close like 7 o'clock. So I, I stopped by Windows Comics. In Claremont, Windows Comics and Collectibles, um, they they were great. I bought, you know, what I bought there was remember that Batman like book they put out 1989 Batman. It was like 
they did a hard cover that a soft cover is like tons of photo art from the movies and like a behind the scenes kind of narrative. It's like the making of Batman. They had that book, man. I ain't seen that book since like I had it back when, you know, Batman came out in 1989 and my mom was with me and she was like, didn't you didn't have that? I was like, I know I had this book, but it was probably destroyed in the Nor'easter of 92. Cause I ain't seen it since man. And so I saw it and I was like, ah, I must have, but then I was like, Hey man, you got any of my comics for me to sign? And they were like, no, <laughs> <laughs> which was like, I was like, that's cool. No worries. No worries. Then mm-hmm. I went to Coliseum of comics in Claremont and, um, it was cute. When I got in there, the guy was like, um, holy shit. He was like, you came in here years ago. And the, when you came in, that was my first day. And now I'm the manager of this place. And I was like, oh, right on, congrats. They did have a bunch of masquerades and quick stops. So I was able to like sign 20 books for them to like throw up on the wall for whatever that's worth. Um, but yeah, man, it was it, for a minute, I was going to try to do the show from a comic book store. But instead, here I am doing it from mom's. Mom is literally just sitting over there in the chair. Um, Hi, Grace. Back and relax. Hi, there. Hey. <laughs> that was Mr. And you, JC. Do you censor yourself around your mom? Like, are you like, oh, I shouldn't say that filthy thing because mom is three feet away from me? Or do you just let it go? Are you at that yeah. point where it doesn't matter? She just flipped from the corner. She goes, no, he doesn't. <laughs> um, no, my mom understand. Look, mom of anybody understands, you know, what the, the grease that make the <laughs> wheels go is fucking vulgarity. <laughs> After 30 years, she could be like, yes, cursing is what makes my son work um you know she of course she always hopes for better but uh, no she's used to it by this point and i live to hear her go oh tiger no (laughs) (laughs) oh um i am plugging that's right when she says my full name when she's like kevin patrick that's when i'm in trouble government name that's very true when the guy comes out um were we talking about trying to schedule a cantina show yeah that's why we called you in this this meeting what were we talking about what day um i i am uh how about uh the week of that ends with the 15th like in that corridor the 11th to the 15th 11th to the 14th 15th so like the 12th march 12th what is that Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I could not do that. Look, Mark's got a fucking life, Jason. Yeah. Uh, then I become solo dad because uh, uh, my wife will be in Arizona. Um, and uh, so, yeah. We could do. Are you around Hearing the behind the curtain? Tenth or eleventh? We could do. Let me see. Neither of those work for me either. We're only doing this live on the show, kids. That way we might be able to feed you some useful information. So what is March March what? I could do the week after. Yeah, I could do the week of the 18th if you're still in town. Hey, honey, I'm on a show. Can you keep watching Spidey? You don't want to? You want to show me something? We've just lost Disney and Marvel as a sponsor. <laughs> uh, yeah, that week of the 18th, I'm back. We can do that too. Sweet. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll we'll, we'll right figure there, out what that is and put it up on sale. You probably um, have to do that yourself, right, JC? Yeah. What What did we decide? The week of the 18th? March 19th? Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. Tuesday the 19th. All right. I'll get that up tonight. Do you think it'll be up before the show's over? Uh, no, because Eventbrite, who we do our tickets with, uh, overcomplicated they everything. Did they really? Yeah. Sounds a bitch. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, but we'll uh, do it right after the show. I'll get it up within an hour after the show. Um, there's, uh, if you walk around my mom's villa, as she calls it, um, it is a, um, a beautiful uh, shrine to a life well lived. And there are quite a few images of yours truly. 
Hmm. Right behind me. As I was saying, behind me, there's a bunch. I know it's a gallery. There's a clerk poster. Um, yeah, it's it's lovely to be with mom. Me and mom hung out today. We went down to the lakeside and walked around, and then we went to um, we got some crepes at one ooh, point. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, this is oh. a nice day. And as much as it was uneventful, it was beautiful out. And we just sat around bullshitting. That's the, isn't that what life is for? Never mind, you know, fucking all the silliness that we're talking about. It's like warm moments with people you love. That is the best greeting card I've ever not read. <laughs> I know, I missed calling. I should have walked to Hallmark or American Greetings. What were the competing card stores in the in the war of the greeting cards hallmark won but it seems like a fear of victory but what were the other cards that companies that used to exist uh american greetings for sure yeah they usually did funny cards yeah um and it's always hard to know which ones like i remember maybe 10 years ago there was a card line called mahogany which was like just for black people so it was like, hey, look, instead of that white dad with his white kid putting a sailboat into the lake, it was like a black dad with a black kid flying a kite or whatever the hell it was. I am pretty sure that that was still owned by Hallmark. They were just like, there's a segment of the population that we're not hitting. Here's what we do. We're calling it mahogany. That's true. <laughs> um, Hallmark, man, they don't even need greeting cards anymore. They fucking cornered the market on one specific kind of entertainment. They created it. Oh, man. Imagine, you know, because Sue, my wife, um, she is a fucking that kind of person person. So like when it's February, when it's October from October through December, like you are in Christmas zone and it is just like five movies a day, all brand new, all mostly the same movie. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Love. <laughs> love and and coupling yeah. but chastely yes she's a girl from the big city who can't quite make time to slow down he wow. is a lumberjack who still lives in the town that he she both went to high school at they together there's, there's no way these two could work as a couple and yet somehow by credits totally she's big business he's mr woodsy but together they're gonna be sawing wood chopping love (laughs) ma you love the hallmark movies right oh god yes she said oh god yes that's my second life what does that mean second life what do you mean yeah for just the movies of hallmark to just sit around and watch those yeah uh do you want me to make one for you should i make a a uh, Hallmark movie, be- you know? Well, sure. I don't know how they pay. I don't know how they pay. Honestly, they probably wouldn't hire me. I've always wanted to do a Hallmark movie. for. I'm talking for like 10 years. Because on Ventura Boulevard, they've got that one big billboard that used to be across the street. Well, it still is. Uh, but what used to be across the street was Jerry's Famous Deli. So I saw it all the time, man. And I was always like, that's a specialized set of skills to make one of them Hallmark movies. And like, you look at my shit, it's pretty trekly. It's got curses in it and shit, but like, take it all away. It's hopelessly romantic. So I, I feel like I could pull off a Hallmark picture. Dude, listen, she runs the dispensary that just opened in town. He runs the ice cream parlor right next to the movie theater. You know, and we're going to call it smoke them if you got them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That's a writer, kids. Right <laughs> we're just doing it. Two million dollars. We'll shoot this in 10 days. Do you know what? I mean, basically, they all have like generic big jobs and shit, but they they should do like, you know, I'm a comic book store owner. See? He's a nerd. She's a high school principal. <laughs> Together, I'm going to pitch this. Reading is fundamental. I think it's important to push your limits. And that would be, I'm not saying I'm trying to make Jay and Silent Bob go to Hallmark, but like like a standalone Hallmark movie? 
I mean, remember, I don't remember the name of it, but Will Ferrell made one a bunch of years ago. Um, that uh, that just legit fucking aired on the on the. It was a weird murder mystery hallmark murder whatever it was, but I want to say it was him and Kristen Wiig. Um, just kind of on a lark, but they didn't get any more money than anybody else gets to make a Hallmark movie. They just thought it was adorable. Right. I mean, Jersey Girl is pretty much a fucking Hallmark movie. You know, yeah. you take some of the curses out, you're you're there. <laughs> um, all right, man. What is the uh what's the news? Mark Bernard used to be a newsman. Now he's an uh, arts man, but he still remembers how to collect news and hurl it at you um news from cruise to news cruise to news and i'll tell you what kev there is no news um what news there was we covered on the cruise so now we just feel the blues and the lack of news time to snooze time to snooze and maybe Um, nothing broke today no nothing not really it feels like maybe it's just time for a's and q's I guess we could, we could do that. We got people like trying to super chat us with Q's and A's as well. I know. Have you taken about, to the citrus we'll, tower? How about we'll do a bunch of Q and A kids and we'll clear out these super chatters. Oh, you know what we should do? Let's talk mm-hmm. about Richard Lewis. He passed. Indeed. He just died. Like seems like hours a few ago. hours. Yeah. I was a big anything but love fan. Him and Jamie Lee Curtis back in the day. Oh Yeah. I was a big fan of him on Stern. He used to be on Stern. Like uh, he was, uh, he was always famous to me because he was famous before I was ever famous before I entered anything and stuff. So uh, yeah, rip rest in peace, Richard Lewis. Yeah. I think I remember him mostly most fondly for Robin Hood men in tights. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's true um so yeah rest in peace funny man rest in power for heaven's sakes um they're asking a chat what about madam webb uh mark talked about that in uh on the cruise show yeah. which will be made uh public sooner or yeah. later did so we shoot a video on that or was that just audio we did we shot video and so there'll be audio going out there and video as well um yeah but uh so you could see mark well tell them briefly what you thought about madam webb why does everyone keep saying the crow did they put up a trailer or something they dropped the first image of uh of bill skarsgård as eric draven and um, um it looks a lot like what if pete davidson was the crow um let's see i'm hitting the crow remake the first look at bill scar scars in the crow i mean let me see how long his hair is short it's short i remember read- reading jim obar's book um yeah, he looks good. God, that, look at that guy. What they call it on Rick and Morty? Cum gutters? Good <laughs> just ripped his fucking shit. Um, it's just it doesn't like what was what what felt like it was kind of edgy and and counterculture, I guess, in the nineties. Um, now just kind of looks like every other skinny white dude in L.A. It's like how many tattoos you got? I don't know, like twenty. Oh, all right. Like, is your hair short? Yeah. Do you look super skinny? Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm, it does not look quite like, like, oh, here's a dark Avenger of the night. It's more like, oh, here's a guy who's at the, the rainbow room. In chat, Dave, ha- David Haffey says he looks like Leto. He does look a little like Leto's Joker. Yeah. Marie Growlow said goth Joker. <laughs> I got to find this comment. What was it? That was adorable. Blair Houghton said, what if Cheech and Chong was the crow? <laughs> yeah, John um, Thompson is like, it's not punk rock to have zero tattoos. That's true. It's pale and white. Well, I'm in. I'm, I'm going to see that movie regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, 
let's yeah. clear let's clear out these uh, super chat questions um mike mckeith said uh, kevin i sent you a letter to spy castle and scum and villainy sorry jc i didn't know where else to send it um okay bamf i will I should actually just address this for everybody because I do get letters often that have unsolicited material in them. Uh, unsolicited material, meaning movie ideas, movie pitches, things like that. Um, I open it. And as soon as I see what it is, I can't read it. You guys can't read it. I can't talk to you guys about it. Um, anything that goes, I mean, I guess I could probably read it, but Anything that goes to you guys needs to go through your agents. So any sort of movie ideas or anything needs to go through your agents, um, not through scum and villainy. But I appreciate it. <laughs> Save the uh, postage. We got, we got another uh, uh, super chat question here uh, from Shelby Fielding. says, hi, guys. A question for everyone. Has there ever been a movie or TV show that was revered or praised that you never quite got. I feel that way about poor things at the moment. Emma is phenomenal, though. Hmm. Uh, what about you, Mark? What was the show you didn't get? Um, you know, I mean, sometimes there's there's always like the you know art for the sake of art, which is as good a reason as any to make art. Um, but you know, my taste tends to lean more narratively than just the sort of odd impressionistic so sometimes there's movies i remember shane caruth made a movie called upstream color that i just never quite understood um then there's movies like crash paul figgis's crash um which won an oscar for best picture that i think is a horrible horrible movie um not that i didn't get it i understood it right. i just hated it <laughs> hated it I feel like um, what shows? I mean, I've, honestly, there have been a lot of shows that went over my head. Um, uh, what was the show that's on Apple Severance? Mm -hmm. I watched two episodes of that, and I was like, I'm not smart enough. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, you know, but that wasn't me. I, it wasn't a case of like, why would anyone like this? It was just I, you know, I felt too stupid for it um you know i mean this is ridiculous but going way far back when miami vice was big i didn't watch miami vice yeah <laughs> you know i watched the bruce willis episodes that he was on but the rest of the time i was like there's a vibe here that i don't quite understand <laughs> um, not on my wavelength yeah and yet when michael mann did the same thing in fucking manhunter i was like oh i understand this vibe this is amazing <laughs> uh Banff man you got any Banff um things that I don't get like as a Star Wars fan a lot of the Star Wars things coming out like Ahsoka I was just like I mean I understand why people like it but I was just like I don't see it um which will probably get me cancelled for saying that I'm <laughs> I, w I won't be able to pay rent next month at the bar but yeah ahsoka didn't do it for me that's the most recent i think um just daggers is asking kev mark would you would love to have you both be a part of my film hitler versus bigfoot now on Kickstarter, Hitler is a band whose bus breaks down in Bigfoot's woods and must survive the night. Outlandish and killer deaths with music. I think that's that's a funny misdirect. I yeah, don't, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'd name my band Hitler. It doesn't seem very commercial. Like, I mean, that's part of the comedy. I, I got to imagine that's part of the comedy. <laughs> Yeah, although um, it does make me want to actually see a film about Bigfoot versus Hitler. Although you, I imagine never mind seeing it. You could be in it. Well, just but I mean like I hate to say Hitler. it this way, and please don't quote me out of context, kids, but Mark, it's just not the Hitler you want. <laughs> it's the Hitler you need. <laughs> <laughs> the one they're giving you. 
Ban Hitler. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got, kids. Um, Matthew Floyd says, thanks, guys, for answering about the name of the Wang. Did you get the comic and Blues Brothers I addressed to the man upstairs at the theater? Yes. I believe I did, if I know what you're talking about. Um, that was to, to me, I assume. But he's thanks for answering about the name of the Wang. Uh, okay. Now, let's. how about we just dive to some regular yeah. questions. Regular People Q's. In the regular yeah, why don't you pick some Q's? If I've um, seen Avatar The Last Airbender yet, and the answer is no. You haven't seen Last Airbender yet? And you're right. a big fan of Last Airbender. Yeah, the, the animated show. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I want to, I'm eager to dig into it, but it was like, it dropped the day we were departing from Miami. So I couldn't download anything onto my iPad at that time. And it's been a, it's already been a day and a half since I've been home. So not yet, but this weekend. Did um, James B. Smith in chat say, Hey, Kev, are you doing cameos anymore? I got one for my younger brother years ago and now need one for my older brother who is sick. Um, periodically from time to time, I turn on my cameos and it's a, like a ridiculous rate because I'm never around, but, I, I think it might be on right now if you're into that sort of thing. I I do a lot of nipple work. So I do whatever greeting you want. And then I end by fucking pulling up my shirt, revealing my nipple, trying to, <laughs> trying to get at it. <laughs> so you get your money's worth is all I'm saying. I can start on OnlyFans, but <laughs> this is better. Did you see Drea DePeo was like, I paid off my house. Like the first four hours I was on OnlyFans or something like that. Shit. Yeah. Should should I tell the story, the OnlyFans story I told before? Oh, I would love for you to tell that story. I yeah, tell that. That's so, a great story. You don't have so, to reveal it, but go ahead. I, I have a friend. Well, we'll narrow down who this person is, right? Uh, I, uh, oh, okay. Well, I was about to tell only a dirty fans. story. So I have a, a friend. Uh, who comes in? Oh, do you have the kid, the kid nearby? Yeah, this will be interesting. So I have a, a friend who comes into Scum and Villainy who um, is, I guess he's a signed porn star now. Um, and uh, he's a celebrity tattoo guy. He's the guy who pierced uh, Chris Martin's Prince Albert, I think. Um, so he's got a following. He started in OnlyFans and uh, he put a poll on Twitter that had a picture of the Dune popcorn bucket. And he was like, uh, hey, should I fuck this? And his OnlyFans exploded because I guess he was like the first guy on the internet to fuck the Dune popcorn bucket. I'll explain later. Get out of here. Uh, I, have not, <laughs> I have not watched it. So I don't know what his reaction was to doing that with a sandworm, but um, you know that's uh, that's what the type of quality content you can get on OnlyFans if you have not dived into that. That's quality entertainment right there. What are you watching this show for? That sounds way yeah. There's a guy over there fucking a fucking bucket. You should go do that. Exactly. Uh, all right, where where'd you go, Bamp man? You got to ask us some questions. Hopefully you went away to try to find a question or two. Uh, okay, I've got a question here from okay. Lord Mooby, which is, if they could go on a cruise in any fictional universe, which I think we've talked about before, but now that you've been on the cruise, uh, which would it be and who would be the headliner? Hmm. Any universe. Oh, oh, fucking easy. The the Jesus cruise. And and then I get to ask Jesus all kinds of questions. And then, you know, there are other sideshows like fucking Thomas. Do I hey, doubting with Thomas? Um, you know, when the cock crows, Peter examines guilt. Um, you know, uh, being the beloved, an evening with John, 
Uh, losing my head, an evening with John the Baptist. Come on, man. JC Cruz, Jesus Christ. And I get to ask him questions like, why am I here? How's my dad? Shit like that. Which religion is right? Does it matter? That's a that's the universe that I want to I want to cruise in. Let me tell you something. That, that thing is be, great. That'd be easy to sell. <laughs> because I don't know if you know this or not, but people love this Jesus concept. <laughs> it's I mean, been tried and tested. It's a it's a it's a big it's a big winner. It's either that or the peanuts. Ooh. But then again, the ra- like what race for, the- for your life, Charlie Brown? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. I think I want to go on a uh, on the the universe is the fifth element, the cruise ship is the Floston Paradise, um, and basically I just want Ruby Rod to be the headliner. I, like I just it. want. I just want that ship as it was in that movie. I like it. Take a screenshot. Um, okay, another question, JC. Bamf. Uh, real quick, Gem and the Holograms is mine. Ooh, the nice. Gem Cruise. She's the headliner. Action. And then every other 80s band is the underbill. Daddy, daddy, um, daddy, also, daddy, like, daddy, fucking daddy, Josie and the Pussycats. Daddy. That'd be a great cruise to be Yeah. On. Um, good too, yeah. From uh, Jordan Kenny, uh, assuming Sony cuts the budget of the next Spider-Man movie, thanks to Madam Web, down to like five million bucks, uh, and you guys get hired to do it, what's your spy? What's your five million dollars Spider-Man story? Um, so street level. Um, you know the same thing that they seem to be fighting about right now. If the rumors are to be believed in terms of like you know it sounds like sony wants to do something big multiversal story with spider-man and it sounds like kevin foggy wants to do you know spider-man daredevil fighting kingpin which is like oh my god so you know if they strip all the money down and i'm doing a spider-man I do a Smallville version of Spider-Man like you know where he doesn't everything before the suit for a two hour movie because then you could pull that off like basically you skip him getting bit and you skip him putting on the expensive suit so it's just <laughs> the story in there including like you know if, if you got to do it the he beats up the he goes into wrestling for a minute and lets the guy go or whatever the hell um, I don't have enough talent to pull off anything more than that. Here, I'll be honest with you. You give me five million dollars, I'll give you Peter Parker goes to detention. Um, <laughs> very talky. I'll give you the Breakfast Club with Peter Parker. What do you got? Um, well, I I do I do reject the premise that suddenly they're going to make a cheap Spider Man movie. Um, given that those movies routinely make anywhere between 800 million and a billion dollars, like you don't actually cut the budget on that. You just do what you need to do. But if you've got to make a cheaper movie, I think you do, you do Craven the Hunter. I think you do the great hunt. I think you, you have, you know, Oh, Craven's last hunt. Craven last hunt. Yeah. I mean, I think you, you position it where it's Spider-Man after high school, either he's in college or whatever. And it's the, can Spider-Man continue his life while he's being hunted? Um, and I don't know if you need a ton of VFX. I don't know if you need a bunch of that shit. I think you still need Spider-Man to do Spider-Man stuff, but you know, it is not Doc Ock. It is not Electro. It's not the Sandman. It's just another guy, you know, um, which you were, you were, I don't I mean, five would be really tight, but let, let's say you could pull off a $10 million and let's be honest, they would never do this, but $20 million, that would be like still cheap, but you know, you could make that Craven's last hunt for that. Cause really it is. You know, Craven fucking shoots Spider-Man and buries him alive. Spoilers, and then puts on his suit and goes out and becomes him until Spider-Man crawls out of the fucking grave, goes after Craven, and then spoilers again. Craven ends his hunt in a very singular way. Um, yeah, 
I like yours way better. Let's do yours. Yeah. But I also like the I like the Daredevil, you know, plus Spidey V, you know, Kingpin. Like that well, that's that's great. reality. That's what Kevin Feige apparently wants to do. I I'd be so down to see that. Yeah, so oh, you yeah. can make a fifty, sixty million dollar Spider Man movie that way. Maybe not because of all the web slinging i forget he's like one giant special effect but even a hundred million <laughs> still cheaper than most of their big ass movies yeah. all right what you got banff man give us the third i would do spider-man uh peter parker the incredible Shutterbug. i just adapt mark's comic oh you're nice. a sweet man, charlie brown mark didn't even think of that um I didn't. let's see uh Mark Ashley in chat said, how would you introduce the X-Men to the MCU? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> that is a no way. No, way. <laughs> I, no. Give that to somebody else. Let somebody else walk that weird tightrope. I just want to <laughs> watch this shit. I don't want to make it. Just want to watch it. Um, we'll do a question from Matthew Floyd. He's the guy who sent us stuff that we can't talk about uh, or show, but we'll give him a question. Which is, uh, what's something in the industry that you miss from how it used to be done when you started? Um, what's something that is way better today than it was? Um, so, like, what was Some, great back something that's then? Way better, something yeah. that's way better today is digital editing. When I first started, I was cutting film. And you would, you know, put it in a, a guillotine and cut the film you had to cut the sound as well on mag reels and there were two sound reels a and b like it was a very convoluted process that you know wouldn't promote you trying new things because then you'd have to go dig for you know uh, in the in the bin for for discarded footage and stuff like that digital editing as like the avid that's what i use the avid editing system changed everything and allowed me to like try things that i would never try normally because i could i'd have to go dumpster diving for for old real old uh, footage old work print so that is something that like since the beginning of my career has changed way for the better what has changed for the worse well the advent of cell phones has disconnected the production experience it used to be people it's like going to camp and everyone sat around and you know, you didn't have a thing to put your face into or a whole other world to get in contact with. So production was your world and everyone was a lot like tighter. But now in the age of phones and stuff, people isolate more, you know, don't hang out on set as much and stuff like that. So, you know, Quentin is one of those directors Harley worked on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And she was like, he took our phones away. Like his whole thing is like, you're here to work like never mind being on your phone you can do that when we're done um part partly because you know partly for security but partly because he does like that experience of people being present and having a good time it's camp it's going to summer camp and it only lasts for a certain amount of time what about you i think the thing that uh that i'm glad about it's Along those same lines as, as digital editing for you is, is, you know, computers for the writing process. You know, like I was never, I mean, I, I, I typed out some stuff very, 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 very early on in my career, you know, and it's, you know, frozen in place. You're either burning paper or you're, you know, erasing with erasing, whatever it was, but it's an analog process. So being able to kind of rewrite as you go, being able to just kind of like ingest and massage and move things around without cutting and pasting and all that stuff it's it's digital editing of words in a document um i think is 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 so is so necessary to the way that i that i process story on the page the thing that i miss is for as convenient as it is to be able to buy your tickets in the theater exactly the way you want them and have reserved seating i miss that experience of standing in line for a movie getting there fucking early you know, having to save seats for you and your friends like that, the process of it, it was so communal and it was so, you know, egalitarian in a way, which is like, if you want to see this movie more than the other person, then you'll be there at five o'clock for a nine o'clock show and you'll stand in line and you'll get, be friends with the people in line. And like, there was something very kind of holistic about that process, which for as convenient as it is to not have to worry about it, 
every now and again, I do just miss the line experience of a Friday night opening of a blockbuster and that anticipation, that excitement, that everybody here is here early because they believe that this is going to be the best thing they've ever seen. And that doesn't exist anymore, which is a little sad. Do you think that could be recaptured? I mean, it's 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 difficult because you can't quite you'd rather have to tell people you can't reserve your seat and you just got to get here. And that might chase some people away because, you know, they, they are not used to committing that level of time to going to see a movie. Um, and it's it's tough, but maybe it's a young man's, you know, it's an old man's wish for a younger world of the like, remember when we did that? Remember we were all 19 and had nothing better to do? <laughs> That's part of what I think makes cons so special now, though. It's like you still have mm. to wait in line at a con, you know, and you still have to talk to the guy in front of you and behind you if you're waiting to see somebody talk at a convention. Yeah. We are such old men. <laughs> we are indeed. We're, you know, just wishing for a world that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Josh Petrino says, I see that every time Kev hosts a movie at Smodcastle Cinemas. Hashtag it is. Get your ass in there. Yeah, kids, come to Smodcastle Cinemas, man. Uh, this Saturday, we're showing A Father's Promise. Uh, 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 we've got a comedy show on the 16th. Um, I can't be in there 15th, but I'm flying out for that. Um, we'll probably be adding a show on Sunday since I'm already in town there. Then going down the line, Bulgarthon's coming up. We got more things happening before that and whatnot. Tickets to podcastcinemas.com. Um, thank you to everyone that went on the cruise. Uh, what a great time. We'll be doing it again. That was lovely. Um, you know, life is short. Uh, and that's that's a cool memory of looking out and seeing all those people and, and doing shows on the high seas and international waters. So <laughs> thank you for going. Uh, thank you for uh, hanging out with us tonight. Quick show, um, condensed show, but uh, more next week probably. And then a live show the week of the 18th, right? So yes. Yep, that'll That's... go up uh, as soon as this is done. Hey, if you're in L.A., uh, tomorrow at Scum Villainy is Superman's birthday party. If you're looking Aww. for something to do on Thursday, we're going to be celebrating Superman. We have a uh, cocktail that has Superman's logo on it, like those fancy cappuccinos. Uh, we're going to be doing <laughs> super games, super breath, super sight, super hearing, um, trivia, Superman trivia, and karaoke. And everybody who comes in, uh, I got black Death of Superman armbands that we're going to give out. Oh, that rocks. So, Beautiful. You get to walk away with it for free? Yeah. First 200 people who come to the bar tomorrow. That's pretty dope, man. That's worth going for a loan. Walk away with a bar band. Um, well, there it is. Because, Mark, you got anything you want to hustle? Um, Mace Windu. Uh, issue one is currently on sale now. Issue two is going to drop in a couple of weeks. Um, I almost signed one of your comics at Coliseum of Comics. But I was like, look, just because I know the guy doesn't mean... This will make it any more valuable. <laughs> I'm just defacing it here. Yes. Um, but yeah, more Mace Windu is coming. Um, Anansi Boys was announced um, that I'm adapting the Neil Gaiman novel that uh, starts dropping in June, uh, end of June, I believe, just in time for Juneteenth. And uh, and yeah, man, that's all I got. Um. Okay. I got, I got news, but I can't talk about it yet. I, I wanted to, but I was like, let me go get an all clear, and then I could share it with folks. So we'll probably do that on the next show. Indeed. And thanks um, to the good folks at The Perfect Gene for sponsoring yeah, this, this our hosts, Our hosts tonight, kids, the, our sponsors, rather, uh, the, the Perfect Gene.nyc. Tell them Fat Man 15. You get some 15% off of the Free shipping. Gene. Free returns. Cradle your balls. And working that shaft. Kids, I'm going to go hang out with my, <laughs> with my mom. <laughs> apologize profusely. <laughs> yes. uh, thank you for uh, spending the time. Thank you for understanding. Quality time with mom. I mean, we could do this all day long, but I got a very pretty girl waiting for me sitting over there. And I bought her a bunch of ice cream. So I've got to start scooping it up. <laughs> Uh, all right, kids. 
Uh, there it is, man. Did you enjoy yourself? If you did, it's because of fucking that guy over there. That guy over there. God damn it. One day I'll get this right. That guy over That guy over there. That guy over there. There it is. Marvelous Mark Bernard and kids. And uh, give it up for JC for connecting us. And Will Wilkins for doing the same. And uh, look at that. Oh, my God. Is Aww. that you the kid? There it goes. Yeah. Oh. Adorable. Is that you? Yeah, that was me and the Spidey. Me and the you got a fucking decent looking Spidey there, champ. Thank Look you. at you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, that was us. That was my goodbye. Adorable. Um, all right, kids. Uh, there's your Fat Man Beyond for this week. Uh, for Fat Man Beyond, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Mark Bernard. Tune in next time. Same. Fat time. Same. That channel, smogcast.com or youtube.com slash Kevin Smith. Jeff's kiss, everybody. Go kiss your mothers. This has been a Smodco Internet production. Sip only at smodcast.com. <laughs>